Is Chad Ruweedle the answer? I mean, you want to say no. Thing is, he usually is the answer whenever the question comes up. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. The Penguins Open Development Camp, Saturday. That's a four-day event. All rookies and guys who haven't made it yet. Draft picks, overseas guys, tryouts. And it's fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time, especially next Tuesday, the annual development camp scrimmage game, which is when you can see these guys really, really trying to impress. And they're doing so under the eyeballs of pretty much everyone who matters in the organization over in that one long white porch that comes out of the general manager's office. It's a good time. In addition to everything else, I'm glad it's going to be open to the public. After that, when the real thing starts, a lot of the questions that we've had all summer long are still going to be in place because mostly of the strange and I would argue unproductive, maybe even damaging collection of moves that Hextall's made. None of them, in my eyes, and this won't exactly be news to any regular listeners of this program, was more damaging than the one that allowed Cody Cece to walk away without really being replaced. No, I'm not going on another Cece rant, and no, I swear to you, I have never inflated who or what he is. What I do know is that his role and what he did for this team last season hasn't been replaced and needs to be replaced. There's a difference between that and pining for the return of an individual. Someone needs to line up next to Mike Matheson, get the best out of Matheson, and at the same time be a contributing, productive member of the Penguins who fits comfortably within their very tight salary cap. I felt that could have been CeCe. And I felt, since he was younger, oh no, here I go again. Look, I'll move past that, and let's just start talking about who's actually going to be that guy. And why it just might be Chad Ruedel. I'll start with the basics on this. He's right-handed. He's reliable. He has the head coach's trust. Not enough that he cracks the top six on a regular basis, but he has the head coach's trust as the first guy who comes in every time someone's out on the right side. And that's applied to the regular season, to the playoffs, to everything. So just on those three counts alone, I could see it happening. I really could. Meaning, again, that he's right-handed, he's reliable, 
and the coach really likes him. The much longer list I could share with you is why it wouldn't be somebody else. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Our friends over there are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania, and they in turn need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 is all it takes to deliver five full meals to those in need. $1 equals five meals. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how. Who else are you going to put there? That's the bigger question now, isn't it? If it's Pierre-Olivier Joseph, who really should be in the top six this season from the start, then he's going to have to switch to playing right-handed. I'm sorry, you're not taking that kid with his talent and his ceiling and saying, you know... Can you just try doing that thing over there on that side? And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, be really, really steady in everything else for Matheson because he can be a little bit of a loose cannon. You're just not going to do that. You'd be crazy to do that. You'd be dumb to do that. You saw Ricola? I mean, I don't know what Ricola has to do to become really, really liked by the head coach. Ricola has had spells and sustained spells at times of being very good. His advanced analytics for some stretches have jumped off the page. It doesn't matter. There's nothing he can do to stay on the ice with Mike Sullivan. Nothing. It doesn't mean that Sully hates him or anything. I'm not being weird here. It just means that's what we've seen. There's a difference between what they say and what they show you sometimes, and what they show you carries a lot more value. Who else we got? Mark Friedman. Anybody interested in that? Mark Friedman. Hey, he's right-handed. Can do that. Matt Bartkowski signed as a tryout guy. Local kid. Also right-handed. Also no chance. We're running out here, right? Who's left? What am I missing? It's Ruweedle. It has to be Ruweedle. It's okay to say it. It's okay to think it. Unless, unless, and this is the one thing where I'll, I'll give the Penguins at least a sliver of the benefit of the doubt for how they've handled this defense situation. Unless they're just going to go into camp with both Marcus Pedersen and Pierre-Olivier Joseph in the event that one or both gets hurt, they have depth to cover it. But if they have both healthy, then they can trade one or the other. Ideally, obviously, Pedersen because of his cap hit. Not that I don't like Pedersen, I really do. But not only am I stretching it by giving the benefit of the doubt there, I don't, I don't believe what I just said there for a split second. I think they just looked at the amount of money that Edmondson was offering CC and said, hmm, that seems out of whack with the market. We're not going to pay that, as opposed to adjusting and addressing what remains a very real need, one that could 
be filled by Chad Ruweedle. What do I think about that? What do I think about Ruweedle? I, just, I think the same thing that you do. You know, I'm not presuming anything here, but come on, you can't be any different on this. He just, he, he is what he is. You can't say anything bad about him. And you also can never really, you know, push it too far when you say something good about him. He is exactly what he is. And if you put him out there in a role where, you know, he's going to be, oh, less physical, less fast, less whatever than CeCe, but you tell him just work with Matheson. Work with Matheson. Let's make a, a dynamic, strong pairing here. You see I'm getting nowhere with this, right? That's been my point all along. There's not, there's not a good ending to this. When we come back, just one question. It's time for just one question, and that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks a month. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Pretty good deal. Just go to FuboTV.com/dk. Carmen has today's J1Q. And it is, do you still anticipate Gino and Latang extensions getting done before the opener? Can you foresee any reason they wouldn't? I do expect both of them to be signed before the season starts. I do expect also, because this is the nature of these kinds of deals, that they wouldn't happen without the players being in town for physicals. Now, of course... The big issue within that is Gino's knee. Do you, as an organization, say, well, listen, it's a knee. Knees tend to be pretty predictable. We've seen what the progress is. Let's just go ahead and sign the contract. Do you put in contingencies? Do you wait until he's back on the ice? Do you do Latang first and then Gino later as a result instead of having one great big yay, we kept the core together for multiple years kind of celebration? Those are questions that I don't have the answers to. Those are questions that are going to come up, I'm sure. Not so much at development camp. Again, that's for rookies and whatever else. But once the real camp starts and you start getting Hextall and Brian Burke all looking toward the NHL product, I think you'll have a little bit of a different atmosphere to be getting into that kind of stuff. My expectation remains, regardless of when exactly it's executed or what the logistics are, that both of them will be signed to significant extensions. Nothing insane like what we saw in Washington with Alexander Ovechkin, although I actually have no problem with what the Capitals did for their own purposes. Ovechkin is a different case down there and what he's meant for that franchise in the business sense. They need him. They need him. So, yes, my answer to this is a great big emphatic 
Yes, I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one of these tomorrow that looks ahead to develop camp.